this is a podcast kepcast and this is the first episode so we really excited i'm avirat i'm a student at georgia tech my co-host here is mehul he's a student at georgia tech we both majoring in computer science today we have ash dimasani with us ash is a student at tech he was working with bitpay and now he currently works with ox labs ash just come back to tech and this podcast we just want to see why he left and why he's back and what he's learned over these uh, past couple of years so hey, hey ash how's everything how you doing doing good doing good yeah it's the weekend now so I'm trying to enjoy myself hey <laughs> right. so yes so now i know that you you're very interested in design and development and uh, in your time at bitpay you've learned both of these uh, skills very very nicely and in depth so how does it start this uh, i also know that you're very interested in crypto and bitcoin and uh, how blockchain works so how, did this interest spark at a very young age or did it develop or you saw some incident and it just sparked a thought in your mind how did yeah, this come so i guess i can explain kind of exactly uh, when i first got introduced to crypto so it must have been maybe like 2011 2012 maybe even later than that but um <laughs> I was browsing Facebook and I saw a wired article and uh and the article was about a Butterfly Labs miner. And so Butterfly Labs was a company back in the day that basically created mining hardware for Bitcoin and I I didn't know what that was. I had no idea. The title of the article was something to something about how you could have this little machine on your desk and make $100 a month. Um and so I was in high school and I thought you could just, you know, <laughs> have this little machine and, and print money. I'm in sold all the way. So I read the article and then I you know, learned a little bit more about what this Bitcoin thing was. And uh then I read I tr- tried looking into the white paper but as a kid who doesn't know anything about computer science, uh it's still even difficult to interpret for me at that time. But I got into it and I started, you know, looking into what type of products were around this and um so I created a Coinbase account. I remember when you know convincing my parents to buy our first Bitcoin. and this is also right around when mount geox or mount gox as it's called which is one of the one of the first major exchanges that bitcoin exchanges that that came up popped up uh, i remember they were basically crashing and burning right around this time um so yeah we bought our first bitcoin and then i started getting involved in in different things like cloud mining like uh, it was a company called cex.io um and then i kind of dropped off after a while i i remember the price kind of crash or stabilize a little bit and uh I also lost interest because there's not much I could do. Um I tried mining obviously <laughs> with the you know the 1060 Ti I had at the time uh but I couldn't get very far obviously and uh yeah so it was just really a learning experience setting up mining getting kind of getting into everything and uh, just kind of figuring out what this weird technology was. I mean really the thing that blew my mind was the realization that you could have these separate websites and beam money you know from one website to another website without a bank account or without anything uh, you're just like transmitting value so it's almost different from like you know having points in a game or or something like that um so that was really what sparked off uh you know the realization in my head and um yeah so lost so I was kind of sleeping on it for a while and then around 2016 2017 i read another facebook article about wire about ethereum And I think it was also Wired that put out that article as well. 
And uh, I was like, oh, there's this new cryptocurrency that's really blowing up. Let me you know, investigate and get back in. And that pretty much is when it you know, started for me, uh, really, really getting into it. Um, so just like any other kid at the time, uh, you know, we were day trading and doing all the trying to buy Ethereum and sell Ethereum, and make a little money, pocket money. So, you know, we could do whatever in college. Um, and so, yeah, so that was all of 2017. And then right at the beginning of 2018, you know, kind of uh, completely crashed, essentially. Right. And, <laughs> and that's also when uh, a lot more people lost interest. Uh, but I wanted to keep going. Uh, I knew there was something here, something interesting, even if, uh, you know, even if the price was dead. And uh, around that spring semester of 2018, I listened to a talk by Stephen Perry. He came to Georgia Tech, actually, and gave a talk about Bitcoin and, and, uh, and BitPay and what they're doing and what they're all about. Um, and that was really great to hear. So, um, you know, I was, if you, if anyone remembers the 2017 uh hype train, you know, the crypto media, it was an insane amount of bullshit basically everywhere. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, just it was all kinds of projects, hundreds and thousands of projects popping up, you know, ICOs all over the place. Um, everyone's trying to understand what about this chain? What about this chain? What about this token? He kind of cut through all that bullshit and just talked about Bitcoin, just talked about the fundamentals of blockchain. Why is it important? You know, and he also talked about his own history, discovering Bitcoin. And how it's been, you know, a, a long-standing problem uh, of something he was very interested in. Um, so I went and interned with a, uh, a friend of mine, helped me get an internship there, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's how I ended up at Bitpay. And it kind of the rest from there is is my professional history. Yeah. So you're telling about how you came up, came came in front of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in high school. So how did tech come out, come about and any learnings that you have from Georgia Tech or any observations that you have that ignited the spirit? Go ahead. Just add on to what Mayun says. I, I think one important aspect how you can divide your life is probably into like these three stages. Your first uh, stay at tech, I mean your first year or two at tech and then your uh, move to BitPay. So what in those first couple of years at tech did you learn or did you observe or any mental processes in your mind that really probably probably prompted that move to BitPay or like what you just sparked that now I want to do something different and that's why sure. you left tech. Sure, yeah. So I can explain actually how, why I was even at tech in the first place. So, um, I mean, I, I went to a competitive high school. I went to a high school outside of Philadelphia called Downtown STEM Academy. STEM is science, technology, engineering, math. So everyone for the most part there is trying to get into you know, top engineering colleges, whatever, whatever. I mean, just like any other kid, right? Uh, any other kid wants to set up their life uh, and be around other smart people. So anyway, I wanted to go. I didn't actually even know anything about Georgia Tech. I just knew it was, you know, ranked uh, pretty pretty well. But, you know, not compared to, you know, Ivy League colleges and MIT and California colleges and whatever. And that's where I always thought I would end up. And so, you know, fate being, you know, being the way it is, I ended up only getting to tech. So I decided to go to Georgia Tech, but I knew that I've always known that I wanted to, you know, do my own thing, start my own company because I always admired other people who could do that. And take, it's a very courageous thing to do, in my opinion. And um, shows a lot of passion and drive. And these are all things I admired in uh, other people. So I've always known I wanted to start a company. I came to tech. I, I chose computer science just because I didn't know anything about computer science. I didn't know how to program. I didn't know anything at all. 
I just knew I was interested in technology and interested in computers and um, wanted to make something happen. I thought software would be the you know, higher, highest leverage field to do something. And, uh, but I was not happy. So I came to tech and I was trying to meet people and I was trying to find someone who was smarter and maybe knew more to me. And many of those people, right? All kinds of amazing kids at, at Georgia Tech, but I myself did not have any knowledge to kind of contribute. Um, so it was a, a lot of, it was a, basically a two year period of frustration and dealing with classes and, you know, mentally not even being there for classes because I'm constantly thinking about what else I'm, I should be doing and not being good enough or whatever. Right. Um, so, and, cl- and classes were still, you know, school was a lot of fun. I was in a, I was in a fraternity. I met a lot of amazing people. Um, but ultimately I just got too frustrated <laughs> and I wanted to take a break. So I took a break at the beginning of 2018 and once I did the internship, I kind of got a feeling for, you know, this is what software engineering is about, even though I still didn't know much about anything and kind of got a feel for this is how a company is structured and whatnot. And the environment was amazing. There was amazing people at BitPay. You know, they were very supportive of me. They were always encouraging me to uh, keep pushing myself and trying out new ideas and, uh, and communicating my ideas too, not being shy. That was really the you know, amazing part. They also shared the same drive and passion I had for making something. And also helping people, right? Doing something important. I think uh, from a, uh, that was kind of the exposure I had of BitPay was at an ideological level. The work you're doing is, uh, you know, crucial. So all of that was kind of what you know convinced me. And plus, I didn't know what I would. It would have just been the same old story if I went back to school at that time in my life because I was just as frustrated. I kind of got a taste of what else is out there, and I knew, you know. Uh, for other students, uh, the path is very clear, right? You do school, you do internships in the summer and whatnot. And ultimately, when you graduate, that all builds itself up and you can uh, end up doing whatever you want to do. Uh, but I knew that maybe I wasn't even there yet. So I wanted to take this risk and see what would happen. And I was passionate about the technology as well. Yeah, um, yeah that makes now, sense. Now, what exactly was your question? <laughs> I answered it properly. Yeah, you kind of answered what we actually wanted to ask, let's move to like the second part of your kind of life and journey. So how was learning at BitPay and any philosophy that you have behind design and software development? Well, I can tell you this, right? Like anything I say is, uh, can only be taken with, you know, grain of salt or whatever it's called. <laughs> just because, right. How, how much experience do I really have? Maybe two, almost three years experience, right? Which is considerable, but nothing, uh, extreme. So, but at the same time, what, what was interesting is combining everything, the, the, the short experience I had with all of the ideas I came into it with. And I came into the experience with a extreme passion, right? Extreme drive to uh, make something amazing, not just make something good enough, not just make money, not just whatever, right? Make something amazing that people would fall in love with. And that's the way I have always communicated, uh, you know, with my team. And they always understood that about uh, the way I wanted to do things. Um, so that's really, that's it, right? So, uh, when I, when I look at my interaction with the stuff I use or product or successful products, or just look at anything, right? Uh, you just want to make something that you would love and that's ultimately it. And as long as you have that, you know, driving philosophy, then I think you will converge on the right solution for the most part. Right. And, 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 you know, this has been said many times, but by many people more famous than, you know, uh, very famous people, 
right? They all say, and even Elon Musk says it, right, is what is the purpose of a company? It's not the revenue, not the profit. It's just to deliver value. You can't have the profit without that, right? So you should always remember what you're really trying to do, right? When you're crunching Excel spreadsheets or looking at analytics and seeing the user count and trying to decide what to build, just deliver value. And if you keep that principle, I think you will be on the right track. Well, one thing that we've spoken about uh, out of this podcast has been that how it was very, how it was very unique or how it was very different from what many kids who go to college at this, especially this age, they're looking at internships and they're just looking at, yeah, I do, do four years, four years, three internships, four internships and get a good job and then work my way through all of it. But your story is a bit different. You chose to follow one of your passions or something that had a calling for you. So how is, how is dealing with that? Like, let's say that, I don't know, you probably had parents or friends or any other thoughts that you had in mind that should I be going to bit, uh, should I be going to bit pay and coming back from bit pay to college? Was that what was inside your mind? Like, what what all ate you, or like probably kept you awake at night and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, there's, and you can only imagine, right? Someone in, who kind of took the drastic action that I did, uh, all kinds of things can be going through your head, right? You know, you'll be constantly doubting that I'd make the right choice, that make the wrong choice, whatever, right? But ultimately, it's very difficult to if you keep thinking or trying to convince yourself you made the right choice, or thinking if you made the wrong choice. You won't really get it anywhere, right? So you just kind of have to, at a certain degree, just commit, see what happens. Uh, and, you know, uh, one thing I always recall, and I think it's probably Steve Jobs who said this, something about how, you know, you need different life experiences, right, to, to really excel. And I think uh, there's something to be said about that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the, the traditional path, right? There's nothing wrong with, and in fact, Georgia Tech is even exceptional because it's not like all schools you know, the kids are doing internships and whatnot. So, you know, you just, you have to appreciate that aspect of the level of ambition kids here have. Uh, there's nothing wrong, I think, with that path. Uh, in fact, I would say the path I took is just very difficult <laughs> and uh, a lot of hardship, right? Just emotionally and mentally. But that being said, right, so I don't regret it at all. Uh, you know, I got to work with amazing people, amazing people, right? Uh yeah, and work on amazing technology, and then also really figure out what am I good at, what am I, what do I like doing, uh, and kind of escape all of the, you know, traditional things that would bound you, like you know how much money you're making, or like what's your title, what's your position, all of these things. Uh, I'm glad I was able to escape that early to a certain degree, uh, and I'm also glad of the path I took. I, I do think in the future probably more people will do what I did, just so they can really figure out what they need to do. I mean. In my opinion, it's not like this is going to be everyone, but there are going to be a certain number of people who, you know, who do this software engineering path and find out that they don't even like it. Uh, I think that's very possible for a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah. So now let's change the path a little bit. So for like fellow people interested in tech and like cryptocurrency, what is the one piece of advice that you have for people who are like bidding entrepreneurs or people who are interested in cryptocurrency and want to make a career in that field? So I don't have any specific advice for crypto stuff, but I would say kind of the defining characteristic I look at when I look at a team, look at how to go about things is basically like, you know, how much are you comparing yourself? And, and this it's funny because it sort of connects to uh, the previous things we're talking about of, uh, 
right? You have to be confident in yourself and like commit and do stuff. But at the same time, you have to be, you know, brutally competitive and brutally competitive and with yourself and with other people. And, um, you know, if you're looking to start a company or build an idea or build a product, so you need to compare yourself to others. And that would, that will allow you to create a standard. That will be allow you to create a standard of, you know, the work that you need to actually output and the type of people you need to work with. Um, and everyone needs to kind of be on that same page, you know. It's not just we're building this and this idea is, you know, we're just building this idea whatever way we can. It's, uh, you know, basically creating standards and how high your standards are will determine how how far you will actually go to reach it. Right. That's, that's really interesting. I mean, I think one thing that I take away is that uh, from your life experiences that you, like you've spoken about, when you do something, you do the best shit ever. You go all out, you love that thing and you put your all in it and that's that's something I take away and another thing like yeah. now now that you've like gained this experience, you've done you've worked at places, you're uh, working with OX Labs what's, what's something that, and you, you just mentioned like you want to do something of your own you want to start your own company someday is, is there anything that you have in mind is there anything that you're looking at or any new field that you're exploring or want to explore in the coming future. Well, it's definitely hard for me to <laughs> predict what uh, uh, you know what what field my my eventual idea would be in. But I do have a feeling that I'm very much interested in this finance space, fintech space, and crypto space. And then, uh, yeah, it was kind of you know goes back to that ideological idea, right? It's like if you create a foundation of what's your view of the world, what's your perspective, what are you trying to bring into the world, then it will provide you, you know, all the ambition you need to actually build the idea. Cause I, you know, we've attempted to build ideas before. It's just very difficult to actually pull it off, right. Go all the way through. And that's because you need that, uh, basically irrational desire to build it. Right. And that irrationality comes from a strong ideology and a strong, you know, ambition. Um, yeah. So I think finance is and FinTech in general is kind of definitely the, I think the hot sector right now. Uh, and something I'm very much interested in, but I, I wouldn't say there's like anything I'm, you know, married to. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's quite an interesting insight because like people have defined spaces that they want to actually work in. It's pretty interesting to see like you have your mind open and like you're not married to anything and you want to invest your time in any space that you find interesting in like the coming future. So like now coming back to your life and like talking about the third main part of your life story as of now. So now how was like coming back to tech and like taking classes with like 18 year olds and 19 year olds with yourself, <laughs> you yourself being like a 22 year old, how's the experience been? And like, I know there have been, there have been things that you're at the back of your mind, but like, what is like your kind yeah. of structure and frame of mind? Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm not even in like a horrible position at all. You know, it's like many people kind of return back to school after a you know, long hiatus. I can't complain at all. Yeah. Tech has really done a great job. Uh, and it's, yeah, I, I enjoy right. meeting my classmates. So when you got into crypto, right? I, I've This is something that a lot of people speak about, a lot of people I know that who are very interested in this sector. So is there any resources that you've used or uh, in your lifetime uh, or your span of knowing about crypto or development or even design? Are there any resources that you've used or anything that you've, that's impacted like, People have books, people have pieces of art that inspire them, that change their thinking, that change their 
way they do go about stuff is there anything that you've come across as such that's changed the way you've thought about stuff or inspired you to take up any of your uh, skills that you have yeah well it just goes back uh, you know to what i was saying about comparing yourself right so it's, like, it's simply like my uh, view of how to make great things or my desire to make great things only comes from looking at other people who've already made great things right um you know coinbase is a great product right great design great everything amazing team and so you right looking at what they make and you know drawing inspiration from it is and, and i take that example and apply it to pretty much anything right uh you know macbooks or google inbox when that that was alive right um just any product that you can truly appreciate that feels great i think that's uh how you get the inspiration to you know make your own thing in my opinion like that's the same for designs like it's not like i read a book on design or like uh you know figured out like a formula for making things or like at a style guide or whatever it's just like simply looking at what have people already made that i like and that's it and then and then what you like is subjective right and so yeah it's definitely difficult to develop but i think with enough time uh, anyone can uh, can have taste right and that will drive you to make the right decisions yeah so moving forward like now that you 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 back and you want to like escalate your career and like learn new stuff at tech what do you think are your short term goals like one year goals or what do you want to accomplish in like what in the next one year in the next two years honestly i'm not sure so i've been trying to not plan more than 6 months in advance so 6 months or in this case you know 9 months um yeah i'm not i haven't thought harder than that right now um right now i'll be doing this uh you know new job with the uh, on matcha and in the summer i'll be at coinbase so we'll see what happens after that and then i'll make up my mind <laughs> but yeah i think it's so it is an interesting you know question about planning right and i think small companies with really fast paced growth they don't plan more than 6 months in advance right um so in the same similar way you should keep yourself dynamic to some extent obviously it's different for students where it's very clearly defined timeline and slots that you can do things right like internships but uh yeah i think uh you got to keep an open mind and be dynamic to whatever comes your way right totally so what, what, what i another thing i do know about is that you like you like making a lot of connections that's how we met too and that's how uh i he, I enjoy making connections that's something I'm working on with Nehal as well. So how's this thing about connections? How do you think how how much value do like meeting new people or like meeting smart people any kind of people? How does it how much do you value the networking aspect of life and how how do you think it helps in or uh glues in in your life or slides in in your life and uh what do you have to say about it? Yeah, I think so like you know talk, meeting new people and talking to connecting with new people is is very much to me like watching a new movie and in the same way that you know you get you draw inspiration from it right inspiration from whatever way people are going about things same way right drawing inspiration from you guys i mean you guys are actually taking the initiative to make this podcast and whatnot right that's something to take away um so that's the way i view meeting people you know and it doesn't matter what kind of person um yeah So once you meet a new person what are the top 3 or maybe four things that you have in mind like besides the school they go to or the interest that they have what do you 
plan to take out of the conversation or maybe take out of the first 30 minutes of the conversation that you have? Well, it's hard to tell uh, you know, from 30 minutes with a person, but um, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, kind of getting a feel for it. Is this person kind of think the same way I do or, or doesn't think the same way I do or um, has something that I'm missing or maybe, you know, he's missing something, all these kind of you know, simple things, nothing. It's, I, you know, try my best not to reserve, uh, hold a strict judgment over someone of a very menial conversation. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's got to enjoy it. Same way watch, like you can watch a violin movie or a romantic movie or a comedy or whatever, right? You can still enjoy it um, or scary movie. <laughs> That's the way I, I really view people. Right, right. I totally get it. I mean, for me too, I think both of us, Mel and I, I'm pretty sure you are with us on this, that it's like a new kind of uh, art or anytime you see new art or films, like you said, kind of changes the way you think about everything. And I think each one of meeting new people threads into a long, I don't know, long piece of thought. Yeah. And the, thread. the simpler you know, analogy is like very much how a movie is a, its own universe, right? That the director is creating. Each right. person is pretty much their own universe too, right? Because I see you guys, you're NPCs to me, but I'm an NPC to you from your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So right. each of us is kind of our its own world. Uh, and, and appreciating that, I think, took some time for me. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you, Ash, for like taking the time and coming over. I'd like to just highlight that the pilot for Caperfy is live at www.caperfy.com. Check out and sign up. You'll probably be able to meet a lot of cool people. Again, like, thank you, Ash, for like taking the time and like coming to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely. It's great talking to you guys.